That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Grumpy Old Geeks, a weekly talk show hosted by Brian Schulmeister and Jason DeFilippo, discussing the finer points of what went wrong on the internet and who's to blame. Welcome to Grumpy Old Geeks. I'm Jason DeFilippo. And I'm Brian Schulmeister. Well, Jason, have you have you been Xing? Uh, <laughs> I have been. <laughs> I have been, uh, yeah, I don't know what the fuck I've been doing. <laughs> what the, what's going on? I don't know, man. I, I, the, uh, we, uh, yeah. <laughs> that sums it up right there. That sums it up. Uh, whatever. I mean, it, it is, uh, everybody else has gone on at great lengths about how this might be the dumbest brand move that's ever been made in the history of humanity. Or so, the smartest. Or the smartest, you, because, you know, genius. Depending on what you're trying to do, Yeah. Yeah, so we won't go on and on about that, but we do have a bit of information. Twitter we got a few stories. <laughs> we got a few stories. Twitter's rebrand to X is underway with the crappy Unicode logo. That looks mm-hmm. like you know a, when we were all drawing that that uh, metal S on our books in in high school. If we would have moved on to the letter X, that's what it would have looked like. So here we are. Uh, CEO Linda Yaccarino is towing the company line and uh, has been set forth to actually provide you know corporate jargon speak instead of Elon's stupid look it's x isn't that cool i love x yeah <laughs> x is great uh he's offered some new clues or she's offered some new clues about what it may mean for the company in a memo reported by cnbc she suggested that payments and banking features could feature prominently in elon musk's new vision which uh leads me to two questions i suppose if they built that maybe he could pay the people that he owes money to yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what he's waiting for. <laughs> okay. And, and secondly, uh, would you trust a payment and banking feature on X, which is run by somebody who doesn't pay people? No. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. You you think people weren't going to give their card to Zuckerberg? <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, My sure. My God. Yeah. Uh, our usage is at an all-time high and will continue to delight our entire community, a.k.a. Uh, far-right Nazis, with new experiences in audio, video, messaging, payments, banking, and creating a global marketplace for ideas, goods, services, and opportunities, she wrote. In other words, everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what he always wanted. He wanted an everything <laughs> app. Well, that's what he's going for. It's going to be a long time coming, I think. You know, I do feel really bad for Linda Yaccarino because... Uh, I don't because I... I well, okay. Come on. Assuming Come on. she's getting paid. <laughs> she's yeah, getting yeah. paid well. <laughs> well, she better... But I mean, this is not what she signed up for. She did not... She came in to fix Twitter. She didn't come in to fix X. Next week, it could be Y or Z she or Q. She knew damn well what Elon oh. is like. You know, she knew what she was getting. She is not a dumb girl. Yeah, I guess. She knew what she was getting into. Uh, but still, yeah, you're a shit shoveler. So I hope you enjoy <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, fun times, fun times. Yeah, so let me let me read this last paragraph just because uh, obviously this came out of chat GPT. Many companies say they want to move fast, but we enjoy moving at the speed of light. And when we do, that's X, she wrote. With X, we serve our entire community of users and customers by working tirelessly. We have to work tirelessly because we fired <laughs> half the people to preserve yeah. free expression and choice, create limitless interactivity, and create a marketplace that enables the economic success of all its participants. Even the what child pornographers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and what marketplace? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways, there you go. Story number one. Your turn. No. Okay. Well, yeah, if you want to trust uh, your money to this guy, just talk to uh, Gene Huang, who had his handle stolen outright. And and I use stolen in the uh, the way that most people have been using it, which is wrong. Uh, no, uh, Twitter came back and said, hey, we like that. We're X now. We're going to take the handle X. And, you know... <laughs> I I feel bad at how the the you know how naive this guy was, George or not sorry George Gene Gene yes yes Gene I don't know I all morning I was trying to search for this uh, this news article and I kept looking for George and now I know why I couldn't find it. Uh, Gene 
uh, thought that he could get some money from X. He said, you know, I'll give it to you for the right price. And yeah, look at the kid who had the the uh, Twitter account that followed Elon's jet, you know. If, look yeah. at half of uh, half of uh, the landlords. They're not getting money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you don't give Elon a number he wants, he just takes it. And in this case, they were well within their rights. It's called eminent yeah. domain, and they own the company. They you're own just, the platform. You're yes. a squatter. You're a squatter. So yes. get used to it. You should have taken the merch in the tour. At least that way, he could have like you know sold some impressions on Instagram and uh, e- like you know eBayed the shirt. Then he would have yeah. made some money. I would have asked for a flamethrower. Mm. Before the wrong tour. company, wrong Just company. Saying. Can't well, get it wrong. Whatever he owns them all. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get a lift in, uh, in in the underground tunnel on the way to the XHQ? And it only goes a hundred feet, so no. Mm. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, and finally, X has tell, told advertisers they need to spend one thousand dollars per month or risk losing their verification status. Yeah, that's what we call Again? extortion. This I thought this this didn't this happen already. Uh, I, I I think they upped it. I'm not sure. Uh, the idea behind this is it's going to reduce the number of scammers creating millions of accounts on the platform. How? Yeah. Sca- scammers are buying advertising? <laughs> at, at high rates? Uh, I'd like it's to none, see some stats on is, that. None of the, Nothing they do makes sense. Just get used no, to it. No, none of it. None of it makes any sense. But basically, yeah, they're extorting companies to be able to advertise on on. X, which I'm not even sure you want to. And I did see some stories about um, brands, brands ads being uh, served up on neo-Nazi platform or posters who are now monetizing Nike. So that's going to play well. No, yeah, the whole thing is just get to work, Yakarino. It's a mess. (laughs) It's all a mess. So, yeah. But again, uh, to to my earlier point that I made, I don't know, two to three weeks ago when everything started to blow up with all these different uh, Twitter-like clone companies out there, the end result for me has been I've stopped caring about any of them. Enjoy the silence. Mm-hmm. In the news. In the second quarter of 2023, Spotify saw its million monthly active users, or the Mao. Climbed to 551 million after welcoming 36 million new listeners. That represents a 27% increase and is an all-time high for the streaming giant, which has just published its earning report. They've also had a record-breaking second quarter when it comes to premium subscriber numbers. It welcomed 10 million paying users, 3 million larger, and grew its subscriber base by 17% year over year. Here we go. Despite the massive influx of new users, Spotify still lost a significant amount of money and can't pay its artists shit. Of course they did. (laughs) Of course they did. So even though they've had its total revenue for the period is $3.5 billion, which is 11% larger than last year, but they're still crying poor. Spotify blamed these losses on the shutdown of its podcast shows as well as an excess real estate and severance for employees laid off due to company restructuring. Spotify blamed the podcasts. Fuck you. I know. Spotify. Most, most of which they, of course, got for nothing. Completely free because, you know, whatever. And uh, yeah, they just made money off stuff they got for free in general, except for Joe Rogan. I also love this because they've always claimed, companies always claim, well, we have to do layoffs in order to uh, increase our bottom line. But now they're saying, actually, severance for those employees that we laid off has hurt our bottom line. Which is it? No, Brian, it's short term. It's they do this all the time. This is I mean, this was me in 1996 when the entire team got laid off from Paramount at Christmas because they bought Blockbuster. The reason that they lay off 500 people is so the stock price will go up 25 cents because on the books, it looks like they're not spending as much money. Then next year, when it's somebody else's problem, the cost goes up because they're spending a giant amount of money on contractors and outsourcing everything. So then they decide decide to hire in-house people. Then those salaries have to go on the books and the cycle repeats itself. It's the circle of life. Oh, the, you, you have somebody uh, – you have Daniel like a quarter. Shut up. You're going to bankrupt us. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, well, Meta also had a great uh, quarter. Meta just had its best quarter since 2021, even as it continues to lose massive amounts of money on the Metaverse. 
<laughs> I'm sensing a theme, Brian. <laughs> There's just a theme. Reality Labs, the meta division overseeing its virtual and augmented reality projects, lost $3.7 billion during the second quarter of 2023 and generated just $276 million in revenue. So somebody bought those stupid things. Uh, <laughs> I got and, one. <laughs> they still, uh, the company is basically saying they still expect to, uh, ex- uh, metaverse spending will accelerate, even though they've kind of pivoted away. They're going to continue throwing money at this. So I think Zuck uh, basically told investors, oh, the metaverse was a bit of a bust, but it's still his personal dream. He's a sunken cost fallacy here, and he's going for it still. Oh, he's not giving up the ghost. He is not no, giving up the ghost. So they've, the they're pans, doing well, the, the though. Goat with no, ghost with no legs. <laughs> As he, this is a very long-term bet, he said. You know, on a deep level, I understand the discomfort that a lot of investors have with it. And look, I mean, I can't guarantee you that I'm going to be right about this bet, but I do think this is the direction that the world is going in. Zuck, let me remind you that the discomfort that a lot of investors have with it is because nobody cares. Right. I mean, nobody wants to live in your metaverse or anyone's metaverse. We don't want it. What what you have to understand about Zuckerberg is he's trying to have his first original idea because everything else that his company, his fortune, everything that this kid has grown up with is because he's taken it from somebody else. He's had no original ideas. You 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 go he back and you come find up me with one the metaverse either. Idea. This That's is not true. his idea. <laughs> this is true, but he was trying to pioneer the adoption of it. Okay, he was trying to take enough. it one one level farther. I, I'm um, doing it, but without legs. Exactly. See, that's yes. the whole point. Less friction. Less yes. friction. You don't <laughs> swish as much. <laughs> well, even though Meta does not have a metaverse to speak of yet, then they've taken some of their money and they're moving it into AI. They've mm-hmm. joined up with Amazon Anthropic, Google Inflection, who I've never heard of, Microsoft and OpenAI, and they're all jumping on board with the Biden administration's new plan to develop AI responsibly. Wee! <laughs> yeah, um, unfortunately, it's voluntary, but it's something. <laughs> no penalties, but it's yep. something. That's something. It's it's. No, a... it's not, Brian. This is nothing. This no. is a nothing burger. No, this Absolute is this, nothing burger. This is this is fingers crossed, hands behind the back. Okay, sure. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, we need good publicity right now. So yeah, ethics. No, this is for the cameras. That's all this is. This is for the cameras. Where people are going to start trying to get fucking elected again soon. So they got to start the bullshit now. There's mm. there's no teeth to this at all. No, it doesn't give me much hope. But I mean, baby step. Hopefully, I do something more, push harder now. But it's at least they all agreed to not do of course anything they they're forced to do. Exactly, because there's nothing there. They don't even know what the fucking thing is yet. They're just like, sure, we'll sign it. And then they're just going to go about their business. But the people that can do something about it are the publishers. And they're starting to get together to say, hold up, AI people. You don't have crap without us. Or you do have crap, literally crap, because we have the stories that power your AI and we want to get paid. Mm -hmm. We want to get paid now. Yeah, this is the only this is the real way to again, you go you go after the pockets and that's what they're going to do. And and they have every right to do it. They own the IP that these things are crawling. They've paid for it. Yes, Mm -hmm. because their biggest fear now is they're going to, you know, the the AIs are going to take all of their content, build it into a large language model that then you go from search to answer. And that way you skip the entire process. I go to Google and I say, what's the best coffee place in Woodland Hills? And it says, this place, here's a map, here's a coupon, go. You skip the entire review part where somebody went to that place, wrote a review, posted it on the local newspaper, and you had to get paid for doing that. They just steal it and go. So that's what they're trying to, you know, that, that's what they're trying to turn off or like, you know, intercept before that happens by saying, hey, we need to monetize us sending this person to go do this work. This is how we're going to do it. You want mm-hmm. food for your AI? We have the pet store. So come on by. <laughs> we'll sell you a bag of food and then you can go about your way. But we want a couple billion dollars for that bag of dog food. That's that's where these people are going to run into the real, you know, enforcement, I think. I, I hope so. Um, you know why I don't have a lot of ho- uh, hope for that, though, Jason? Hmm. Pinterest still exists. 
Oh well, we have not been able to <laughs> to figure out how to stop a IP theft of just photos, much less anything else. So we'll see. They're a platform, Brian. They're just <laughs> oh, a yes, platform. They're just a platform, right? <laughs> right. We'll see. Well, uh, Tesla. We're going to change gears here just a little bit here. Different shitty Elon Musk company. Yeah, they're back in the news because the FTC is trying to uh, take them to court again. Uh, eventually, they're, they've opened an investigation about the phantom breaking syndrome, as it were. Uh, apparently, this has been a recall in China that I never even heard of. So they're trying to get it happen, get it done here so they can actually, you know, do a software update to fix the damn problem. But there are 360,000 Teslas. On the road with uh, full self-driving, you know, you know how we think about that. Yes, <laughs> cruise control. Let's just, let's just say overhyped cruise control installed. Nice. Um, they're also trying to go after them for saying that this is fully self-driving, which it's not, which we've been saying forever. So this is just another one of those stories that the Federal Trade Commission or somebody, the NH or yeah, NHTSA. They keep going after Tesla, and I still have yet to see anything. How many investigations have we covered in the past two, three years, Brian? At least 30. And how many ha- How many have we seen any conclusion to? Uh, zero. Exactly. So yeah. just, you just chalk this one up to another, another bit of press. Yeah. Well, Waymo, who is also in the self-driving space, is pushing back from its self-driving truck efforts to focus on their self-driving taxis instead. Uh, Yes, that's one ride hailing service. Uh, (laughs) The move will help the company concentrate on making these self-driving taxis a commercial success, even though we all have questions about this and they've been endlessly problematic. In fact, yes. wasn't it a Waymo that got stuck and like the police had to come because it was trying to make a three-point turn because there was construction and didn't know how to understand the signs, which uh, fair enough. Multiple times, multiple times. Multiple even times, the, yes. Even this week when uh, when they tried to take the Twitter sign down at the new XHQ, they put a crane in the middle of the street and all of the uh, self-driving taxis got stuck because it didn't expect a crane in the middle of the street, like just like everybody else did. So. Well, and just, just again, because of Elon, he didn't have a permit to put the crane there. Uh, actually, it turns out he did. Oh, was he a, did? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was just Damn. a miscommunication between the landlord who hates him for not paying the rent and the police department. No, but, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. The local supervisor came out and he was the one that actually spotted all the stuck taxis because of the crane. <laughs> Whoopsie. So I, I don't really understand this move by Waymo because people who are much more educated than us in this particular field, uh, everybody that I've heard talking about the self-driving thing and the autonomous thing, they've all said that like trucking is the way to go. It's overnight. It's highways only generally, you know, until the last mile. It's uh, less traffic because they're driving long haul at night. Like there is no better use case scenario for self-driving than trucking. Yet Waymo is saying, nah, let's let's do taxis. I know. I know. I just the name of the uh, the unit that got cut was Waymo Via. <laughs> I was thinking what? maybe Pancho Via did a uh, like this lawsuit <laughs> against him. But uh, it's interesting, too. They're trying to like California's thinking about legislation about self-driving trucks. And maybe this is what they're trying to, uh, you know, cut off at the pass. California wants to have uh, any self-driving truck must have a safety driver on board, which, you know, the companies say, yeah, that's going to hinder us with the self-driving trucks. And and to me, that's like that's the entire fucking point of a self-driving truck is that you don't have a fucking driver on board. But yeah, but I me. get the idea of like we start that way. They're not saying forever. It's like you want to test these things. Fine. But have somebody on while we're while we while you start this process. I get that. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. OK. Well, it'll be just be asleep and watching porn. So it won't fucking matter. But, you know. Yeah. I was going to say just not, just don't watch Harry Potter. It didn't well for that end well for that <laughs> Tesla guy. But I guess that got debunked somehow. Hmm. Um, anyway, uh, Meta, Microsoft and Amazon have released basically uh open source maps for the world okay. all right uh, they're going up against google and apple maps so instead of you know i don't know competing on a level playing field where they you know use it to make money that they've spent they just say give it away microsoft and amazon i can, I can see can afford it but meta really can't afford to be getting into this giving shit away thing right now you know they're still trying to find their their virtual pants I don't know why they're <laughs> investing in this stuff. And I want to know what where the other shoe is going to drop on this. They say that they're doing this so developers can create better mapping apps. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what's, what's their cut? 
There's there's a there's a catch. There's well, always there'll, there'll a catch. Be a, there'll be a licensing fee okay. to use the API, of course. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm fine with this, except I, I would rather the trusted companies themselves release an app as opposed to letting third party developers do it. Because you know, how many ads am I going to get in my maps now? That and you know who could be messing with the data. I want to. I yeah. want. I want a trusted source for that data. Just because it's you know, just because I say, hey, I downloaded this from the Overture Maps Foundation and put it in my app doesn't mean I fiddled with it beforehand. Right. right. You know, it, there's, there's there are many ways that you can you know mess with this data because it's just numbers and and waypoints. You know, a yep. couple waypoints off, somebody drives off a cliff um, <laughs> in their self driving truck. Yes. But I just thought it was interesting that Tom Tom is also part of this, and I'm like, Tom Tom's still around. I, I guess must <laughs> there's, be. There's an office somewhere. Yeah, must be. They're still trying to do the voices. Nobody, nobody told them. They're stuck in the booth. <laughs> <laughs> now this one just hit the the news wires, and it's pretty pretty insane. Tesla created secret team to suppress thousands of driving range complaints. That's X. Yes, excellent. <laughs> Oh my. Uh, yeah, this so, is not this is this is not a good look, as they say. This is definitely not a good look. So they're saying about a decade ago, Tesla allegedly, I've got to say allegedly, rigged the dashboard readouts in its electric cars to display rosy projections of driving <laughs> ranges, misleading customers into thinking they could drive further on a fully charged battery. And also, when it got cold, the range dropped by about fifty percent. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, they've already been fined by regulators in South Korea, and the EPA has dinged with them a little bit before. But apparently this new thing is that they had an entire team of people to dissuade you from coming to the dealership when you had some type of complaint about this. And then it turned into, if you ever want to come into the dealership, we're just going to say, go over here. You know, <laughs> This is par for the course. The guy's a liar. The guy is a total liar. And, and we get it, Brian. Guys lie about their length all the time. But it always comes out in the end. Also, cold weather shrinkage. Cold know. weather does make it does make it half the size. So there you go. Um, I'm just thinking Elon, you know, just should move over to the Trump campaign so he could be like the director of communications. Because at this point, come on. I mean, and, I, I start to understand the Twitter com, uh, customer service now just being poop emojis back because it's just always shit. It is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, any of his companies. I, yeah. I Except with Tesla, they can have the self-driving Tesla actually drop off shit at your your porch. Perfect. It's just it's so unfortunate because, uh, he, I mean, he again, just like Zuckerberg, it's not like he came up with these ideas, but he managed to build like Tesla. That is groundbreaking stuff. Uh, you know, his whole SpaceX. Amazing. Why does he have to be such an ass? I haven't figured that part out yet. I have not yeah, figured that part out yet. I do have a list of links in here called uh, Tesla's Dieselgate. It's basically a links a list of links from Cory Doctorow with all of the lies he's told. And there's even a site in there that I was going to link separately, but you can get it from this list. That is basically all of Elon's promises and how many days it's been since he said that they were going to happen and that they haven't. Yeah. Yep. It's a long list. It's a very long list. It's almost but- as long as Doctorow's regular books. Today's episode is sponsored by Private Internet Access, America's number one virtual private network, also known as a VPN. Even if you use incognito mode, your internet service provider is storing your browsing data and many times even selling it. But Private Internet Access, or PIA, can help. PIA encrypts and reroutes your internet traffic through one of its own servers, hiding your data from your internet service provider or network admin. And with servers in over 75 countries, you can get unrestricted access to geoblock content around the world. PIA comes with an easy-to-use app, and browser extensions for all devices, a rock-solid privacy policy, open-source security, advanced customization settings, and it was just ranked the fastest VPN in the world by PCMag. If you sign up with PIA right now, you can take advantage of a special deal only for GOG listeners. By using our link, gog.show slash VPN, you can get complete digital privacy for less than $2 a month and four extra months for free, which means only $1.98 a month and up to 83% off. That's so much more inexpensive than virtually every other VPN on the market. And if you get it right now, you can take PIA's 30-day risk-free challenge. You can try it out for 30 days and see if you like it. If not, just return it for a full refund. So go to gog.show slash VPN and try out the best VPN on the planet completely risk-free. That's gog.show slash VPN. 
Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Media Candy. We got a treat this week, Brian, but with an extra Star Trek Strange New Worlds, a crossover episode. Which, um, that could have gone wrong, horribly wrong, so many ways. And so it many didn't. ways. And it didn't. It was, it was as far awesome. as I could tell, a 100% perfect episode. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was so good. I mean, granted, you have had to have seen Lower Decks to get any of the jokes yes. but it was perfect it was it absolutely was, it, perfect it was stunningly good i i was my i was just grinning ear to ear the whole episode and then they followed it up with an incredibly serious episode that was amazingly well done this show man this show uh, they can do anything <laughs> <laughs> they're doing they're doing great they're doing great and it, the, the funny thing is the guy that does the voice from lower decks uh boimer yeah, looks Jack exactly Wade. the same. Looks yeah. exactly the same. Well, they it's, did. Yeah, for lower decks, I, I didn't realize that they had uh, basically based the animated characters on the way the actors actually look, which is great. <laughs> which is which great. Is great. Yeah. And it took me so long. I'm watching it. I'm like, why do I know this guy? Why do I know this guy? I know I watch something that he's in all the time, and it turns out it was the boys. Mm-hmm. He's one of the main characters in the boys. And when I was looking that up, I found that The Boys has a new spinoff called Gen V coming very soon. Mm -hmm. It has trailer out. So trailer looks just about as nasty and bloody as The Boys does. So if you're into that kind of thing, keep an eye out. But man, yeah, Star Trek Strange New Worlds is just. It's just phenomenal. (laughs) I miss the days. Yeah, this is making me miss the days of 22 episode seasons. Oh, me too. The fact that we just get so few of them. I want more. I want more, more, more of this. But maybe the fact that, you know, they're only doing so many makes them good. We don't get like Spock's brain episodes and stuff like that. Yeah, but the fact that we're still talking about Spock's brain episode means that they should have more episodes like Spock's brain's episodes. (laughs) Maybe not. Just saying. (laughs) Uh, Good Omen season two is out. Uh, it is. Uh, I was a little bit confused about the rollout on this because on Twitter, I'm sorry, X, X. I saw some tweets, I'm sorry, X's about it being out like three days ago, which it wasn't. But the Amazon Prime was like posting Good Omens 2 available now. It wasn't. Maybe mm. it was in different markets, not the US. I don't know. Uh, but then I, you know, because I was confused by that, I Googled it and then Google told me it wasn't supposed to come out until today, the 28th. Yet last night at the 27th, it was all there. <laughs> yeah. Amazon uses GMT for their release times, <laughs> which is great, which is great. So it's always the day before. Same with uh, Apple. Apple does the right. same thing. Yeah. So if it's available in London, it's available here. They're smart. They know that if it's available in London, it's available everywhere. <laughs> yes. So uh, I watched the first episode and it was thoroughly delightful. Excellent. I watched up to the credits and then fell asleep because I was very <laughs> tired yesterday. Getting up right. uh, 
early every morning to do boot up is uh, it makes me not so exciting in the evenings, especially since I just finished Strange New Worlds too. And to go from Strange New Worlds to that was a bit of a culture shock. I went the other way around. I, I watched Good Omens first, and then I watched the super series Strange New Worlds episode. That so. would be the way to do it. Yeah, yeah, it worked a little better. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I got to talk to a friend of the show, uh, MXV. He went to a theater and saw the first two episodes of Good Omens on Wednesday, hmm. Tuesday or Wednesday. I was right. like, oh, that's interesting. We get the we get those two episodes uh, on Friday, but we didn't get two episodes. It, it released everything, right? Yeah, they're all there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all, all six, right? Yeah. yeah, I think we get six of those. Yep. Yeah, next time they're going to call it 15 minutes and that'll be the season. But uh, it's getting shorter and shorter. Uh, speaking of MXV, he and I used to watch a show all the time called Justified. Mm-hmm. And uh, it it went off the air. It finished up. And uh, it is now back with a shorter season. But damn, is it good. Uh, <laughs> I love t- Timothy Oliphant so much. <laughs> he, he's great. I, I do like him a lot. I see the ad for this all the time. And it, it looks sufficiently interesting for me to maybe watch it so far it's great i watched the first episode i'm going this going slow on it, and it's a slow rollout there, there are three episodes out right now um because it's on regular tv you know right. that th- that yes. thing that old people have still some of them uh <laughs> yeah but uh i love it i mean it's it's raylan givens he's back it's the same same as the original justified so and the original Justified was amazing, so I'm very happy about that. Not particularly sci-fi, but Timothy Oliphant was in The Mandalorian, so there, there's your crossover. Suck it. <laughs> uh, only if he has a blaster in this. Ups and doodads. Here's a here's probably my favorite headline of the week. Threads adds a chronological feed as Twitter burns to the ground. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> That's pretty good. But it's right? not Twitter anymore. It's X. <laughs> no, it's now X and in the article. But as Twitter, sorry, X owner Elon Musk continues to reduce his apps to his app to rubble. Threads is looking like a more viable destination for up to minute news and updates. Yes, because they added a chronological feed. You need to update to the latest version, and it might not appear for you immediately. To switch between the For You and Following feed, tap the Threads logo or the Home icon, and you can swipe from one to the other. I have not tested this yet because, again, uh, as I stated previously, all of this stuff has made me not give a shit about any of them. But as long as if you switch to chronological feed and it sticks and doesn't reset every single time you open the app, that would be good. That would be good. Um, I covered this on Boot Up the other day, and I told everybody, uh, don't don't worry if it doesn't work for you yet, because I spent 10 minutes trying to make it work. Um, <laughs> I just checked. I, I have the latest version of the app, and I still don't have it. So, right. uh, yeah, I would like it, even if I have to reset it every time, which is fucking lame. But, yeah. Yep. They've also introduced a new follow button to make it easier to follow people back and a way to approve all your follow requests at once if your account is private, as mine is. Uh, Zuck said there was more to come, including legs. Wait, no, that's a different feature set. Different one. Hopefully including the ability to post to threads from the web, direct messages, improved accessibility, better search, and a tweet deck-like way to keep tabs on threads posts. He then stated he's going to rebrand it eventually to Z and it will do everything known to man. (laughs) That's it. That's it. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, the funny part is that Zuckerberg owns the trademark to X for social media. So I can't that's wait so for good. this one. Yeah. See, that's what the cage fight should be about. Who gets the trademark? <laughs> then, But uh, then they're going to have to bring in Satya Nadella because Microsoft owns a trademark on X, too, for different, different things. Everybody except for Elon has a trademark on X. And Elon wants to make it the everything app. Which everybody else has the trademarks for, so and everybody else is doing all of these, all of these sites and services and apps are starting to just become the same damn thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of something becoming the same damn thing, I saw this headline and I, I, this was a head scratcher. Google Docs can now automatically add line numbers. <laughs> oh, thank God they've got a feature from Excel from 1994. I know. I was just like, <laughs> wow. That took you a long time. <laughs> I was like either Google – I mean this had to be – I know it was a slow news week, but Jesus Christ, man. Google Docs. <laughs> the first thing is it's like, okay, why didn't they have that already? The second is this is news. So <laughs> I, I had to perpetuate it because that's right. what we do. That's yes, what we it do. is. We amplify um, the stupid. Yes, we do. Speaking of, Elon Musk says Twitter will soon only offer dark mode because it's, quote, better in every way. 
Which it's, it's not. Not. It's not. It's actually not. You know what's no. better in every way? Light mode that switches to dark mode. That's or, really good. Yes. Choice. choice. Or choice. Yeah. Yes. Choice is good. Like choice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I have an astigmatism, which means I can experience halation. Uh, which is basic when I'm when I'm looking at white text on a black background, I close my eyes and it is just lines of yellow, L as far as I can see. Um, mm, it's not sucks. the best. Yeah, I don't. That's why I don't use dark mode anymore because <laughs> I tried it and it makes it very hard to read and it makes it gives me headaches. Like by the, if I have to read a lot of stuff in dark mode, I get a headache, which is why I fucking hate dark mode. So another reason to say, can I have a refund for my X blue? <laughs> Okay. And uh, still more problems for other decentralized social networks. Mastodon has got a major CSAM problem. Go Shocking. Yep. Shocking. It's gained popularity over the past year as Twitter, sorry, X users looked for alternatives. Uh, it hasn't gained that much popularity. That's the problem. There's 13 million people on it. That's not popular. No. Part of its appeal is its decentralized nature that insulates it against the whims of billionaires who speak before they think. It also insulates you against moderation, which is exactly why a lot of child pornographers have moved over there. But what's great is there's only 13 million people on there, so it makes you very much easier to find yes. dumbasses. <laughs> a study from Stanford found 112 matches of known child sexual abuse material over a two-day period with almost 2,000 posts using common hashtags related to abusive material. Uh, researcher David Thiel says we got more photo DNA hits in a two-day period than we've probably had in the entire history of our organization of doing any kind of social media analysis, and it's not even close. Well... At Oops. least it's making their job easier. Hey, they found a niche. They did. That's, the, that's a big part of your marketing, right? Yep. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Well, as you said before, nobody has any new ideas for these, and TikTok is uh, fighting back with text posts. Because that's what I want to do when I go to TikTok. I Again, want to that's... read. That's the biggest uh, that's the biggest complaint about threads, which is you automatically got all your Instagram people that you follow for visuals. And now they are typing and they're not that interesting, especially if you different look at apps I for different on TikTok, <laughs> different oh, yeah. apps for different purposes kind of makes sense. Trying to do everything. Not so much. You hear that, Elon? The dark side ha! with Dave. Step into the intriguing realm of the dark side with Dave, captained by renowned podcast supremo Dave Bittner. Not only does Dave command the CyberWire podcast, your go-to for cybersecurity updates, but he also collaborates with Joe Kerrigan for Hacking Humans, a deep dive into the harsher aspects of human nature. Alongside Ben Yellen, he co-hosts Caveat, unmasking our intrusive tendencies. Plus, he acknowledges the hidden emotions of our mechanical allies in Control Loop, be ready for a thrilling voyage across these themes with the dark side with Dave. Hi, Dave. Wow. What? Okay. Surprise! <laughs> Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Woo! Well, Happy thank birthday. you. I say uh, the the greatest gift I could ask for was that intro. Uh, <laughs> was that? Did you make that, or was that uh, was that assisted in any way? There, Jason? it was augmented. <laughs> augmented. I like that. I like that as a term of art. Yes. Uh, my, yes. My writing has been augmented. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> very good. Uh, yes, indeed. It is my birthday as we record this. And uh, I'm happy to uh, start another trip around the sun. You know, a sure sign that you're older, Dave, is uh, you actually just, you know, work on your birthday instead of like taking the yeah. entire week off like we did in, the yeah. in our 20s. Yeah. <laughs> well, truth be told, I had actually blocked off this day to be a day off for me. But then um, my colleagues started just scheduling stuff, you know, disregarding R the fact that ignoring I... <laughs> you. Yes. Right, right. <laughs> uh, and it, it got to the point where it would be less work for me to just go ahead and do the things <laughs> that everybody wanted from me then to go ahead and reschedule them all. Right. So so here I am. So happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Now, let me ask you, are we all in our 50s now? We are. Yes, Brian I, finally I was the joined last. us. Yes. I, I, I was draw, okay. uh, 
drawn unwillingly across the line back in May. Yes. All right, young man. <laughs> well, well, welcome to the club. It is a dubious distinction, although I guess I'll take the wisdom uh, over over uh, over youth. Although I wish I could have both. Right. Youth although in this. Yeah. It, in today's war, in today's world, wisdom uh, and about six bucks will get you a coffee. That's yeah, true. It's, That's it true. seems a bit de- it seems a bit devalued these days. Okay, then can I have my working joints back, and then I'll just be stupid? I'll trade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll take, I'll it take back. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I how many just... trips around is this for you, Dave? I so I just turned fifty four. All right, oh. all right. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Will you still need me? Will you still – why does it feed me when I'm well, 64? But 54. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, you know, yeah. like, I, all systems nominal. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> with the help of some modern pharmaceuticals. And, with some, there we with go. Some, <laughs> with, some, with some augmentation. Yes. <laughs> right. Augmentation. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I can't do this all on my own. That would be crazy. But uh, – no, I'm keeping alive. Can't complain. Uh, who would care if I did? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Nobody yeah. listens to us anymore. We're too old. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, speaking of old guys, I have an old sober guy movie review. Since Dave or uh, Brian does drunk on a plane movie reviews, I'm going to do sober from my bed <laughs> movie reviews. Okay. That's right. how I roll. Yeah. Uh, I saw Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Wow. Okay. Are, Dave, have you seen it? Is Jason really the only one that's seen it? I have not seen it. Wow, this is shocking that the My three wife of us has have... seen it. I know. <laughs> you would think I would be there. And um the problem for me was that the release of this film coincided with the opening of my Hello Dolly show. Uh, right. Uh, you were busy. So I was a little busy and uh I have not made it to see it yet. What I'm hoping is that it's I mean, I guess I gotta get to it because I can't imagine it's gonna be in theaters all that much longer. Go see it for uh, your I, birthday. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. It's just my son isn't quite old enough to make the trip to this movie yet. So I will be waiting for it to come out on streaming and watch it okay. then. But uh, uh, okay, so spoiler free, thumbs up or thumbs down, Jason? Uh, two thumbs up. I absolutely adored it. Excellent. Oh, terrific. Well, I had a blast here. I had oh, a blast, good. even even with Phoebe Waller. What's her nuts? I still well, I still I enjoyed love it. Her. I love <laughs> I her, so her that's and nice. I still liked it. So, <laughs> so it I out. like her a lot too. I yeah. thought I enjoyed Fleabag very much. I understand there are lots of people who uh, have their dander up with her in this film, but I come into it with an open mind. I, I feel like this happens to women in particular that that do more than just one thing. Like if she's, oh, you, know, you act, that's fine. You act and write, oh, fuck you. Um, right. that stay in your to, lane, little lady. Stay in your lane. <laughs> that happened with uh, what's her right, face right. who wrote Juno. I can't even remember that that woman's yep. name anymore. Yep. Uh, yeah. Then it then it happened to what's her what's her face that did uh, girls. Uh, I can't mm-hmm. remember her name anymore mm-hmm. either, but uh, yeah, there was a <laughs> lot of anger directed at at, uh, at these ladies that uh, don't stay in their lane. So good honor, Jason. Uh, screw you, Jason. You're wrong about what's her nuts. I said I well, liked but her she in the didn't movie, ruin so the movie up. for you. She, she didn't. I mean, how was she in this film for you, Jason? I, I can only say it as many times as I can fucking say it. I liked her in this movie. <laughs> Jesus. Now, Somebody Jason, Jason. Jason. Yeah, Jason. <laughs> Stop being so down on her. There must have been some things about her that you liked in this movie. I really enjoyed Killing Eve, too, so she could write and act. Fine. I just hated okay. Fleabag. There, oh. there. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. Which, that's uh, fair. Yeah, that's fair. I love that Fleabag. It was great. But this is good. Uh, do, you, do you feel this was a good wrap-up to the Indiana Jones? Uh, I'm going to stick with... Uh, we're going to ignore. <laughs> yeah, we're going to ignore the Crystal Skull completely. Right. <laughs> yeah, that it was, was perfect. A steaming pile of shit. But yeah, it was. Yeah, no, I thought it was. This should have been the final movie. Just, just forget about the nuking the fridge. Uh, this was a a fine Indiana Jones movie. You just have to remember, and, it's an Indiana Jones movie, and it was perfect as far. Okay, as I let can me tell. let me ask one last follow up question to this: Did Harrison Ford actually act, or did he just inhabit his grumpy guy persona as Indiana Jones? 
Well, he acted as Indiana Jones. I mean, okay. well, <laughs> it's kind of no, kind but of you it. know, like in in the last ten years, Harrison Ford has become a persona, oh, and that's yes, all he yes, does no. anymore. Right? Yes. No, this right. Was, Indiana Jones showed up to work for this. Oh, okay, good. That's okay, good to hear. Good. All right. <laughs> yeah, Brian's right. He just kind of comes in. He rumbles. He jug grumbles in the microphone. Well, he does that too because he's old Indiana Jones. But <laughs> right, uh, the the age regression was fantastic. Uh, just everything. I mean, you. You couldn't even tell. Really, it's just like well, so. No, cool. un, it, no really, it really Valley felt natural. Anymore? No, it felt natural. It really felt like I was watching a flashback, like that they filmed back then. It, well, I thought then it was I, fantastic. Then I guess it's really good that they're on strike right now to try to stop that sort of stuff from happening without them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean that's really high praise. That's the highest praise you can give for something like that. That it wasn't distracting. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Absolutely not. No. All right. Was, well, yeah, I, I will. I will up my attempt to see it in the theater. Then maybe I'll try to get out there and see it this weekend. So I highly we've, recommend we've, it. Yeah, we've come a long way since Grand Moff Tarkin in in Rogue One, mm-hmm. in terms of the Uncanny Valley. I guess. All right. Yeah, well, and, and yeah. Princess Leia. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, for me, I just I I didn't even notice. Did not even Excellent. notice. Good. So, and and just the story was great. The beats were great, and you had, just have to remember it's an Indiana Jones movie. There are yeah. going to be beats that they are going to play again, you know, and this is the, the last hurrah, so there are going to be some callbacks, lots of them, and I okay. loved every one of them. So Yeah, I'm in for that. Yeah. All right. Can't come to streaming soon enough for me. There you go. <laughs> well, if it can't come to streaming soon enough for you, you can always go to Sweden. <laughs> there you go. That's true, but I can't watch those handheld camera movie theater versions. Oh, they have just... tripods nowadays, Brian. <laughs> I can't. I don't want to hear the people <laughs> eating popcorn, Jason. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, the, the thing is, you probably just don't want to see the subtitles in Korean. That's the worst part. Right. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. There were no subtitles in Korean for this one. This was this was good. So, uh, I, yeah, yeah. No, I can't. Uh, I I'm, I was thoroughly surprised. I was like, th- my choices were Barbie, Indiana Jones, or Oppenheimer, and I chose for Indy. And okay. uh, I'm, I think I think I'm, I think I chose wisely. Mm-hmm. I've heard good things about both Barbie and Oppenheimer too, though. So I uh, have too. Yeah. yeah. So these are all all three of those movies are ones I hope to see. Maybe they'll be on my plane, and I can give my drunk on a plane <laughs> movie reviews when I head back home. <laughs> yes. You know what? You know what's out of that list though that nobody's saying good things about Mission Impossible. Actually, nobody's uh, saying you know, just anything Kara about Swisher. Mission Impossible. Just Kara Swisher. She's the oh. only person singing the praises because she loves Tom Cruise. Yeah, only well, other I, person as short as she is. I don't, I don't <laughs> listen to her anymore. So. <laughs> I've missed her praise, but I haven't heard anyth- anybody say anything about it. It's just like, yeah, it's out. <laughs> That's about it. It's out. Yeah. Is, it doing, it, is it doing good business? Do we know? I Overseas it, it did. I, I okay. don't know. Yeah, domestically, well no. No. Domestically, uh, Indy and Mission Impossible both are kind of tanking compared uh. to uh, – Compared to Barbie and Oppenheimer, so mm-hmm. uh, especially compared to Barbie, Barbie's kicking yeah, nuts Barbie's on everybody. Massive. So, my son saw Barbie with a bunch of his buddies. So here, just an interesting little window for one of his. So my son is 16 years old. He's heading into his junior year in high school, and mm-hmm. for one of his buddies' birthday parties, all of the guys got together and they went to see the Barbie movie. <laughs> Okay. Missed opportunity. <laughs> and they loved play, it. Good, they, good place to pick up chicks. Oh, well, yeah, that too. <laughs> they loved it. Yep. They loved it. He thought it was great. So, yeah, I, that's on my list as well. Excellent. So I put this particular article in here because, Dave, you and I have talked about this quite a bit, is the uh, the AIification of voiceover and voiceover yeah. actors and things like that. Well, and we've also, Brian and I have talked about the news app, Artifact. Mm-hmm. And uh, Artifact, we've both given up on because they started to gamify it. Yeah, I don't and, need, need my news gamified. Definitely no, not. I don't need I don't need badges and stars. I just want to read the news. Ugh. Well, apparently now you can go have Snoop Dogg or Gwyneth Paltrow read the news to you because they have, quote unquote, AI voices that will read the news to you, which mm. huh. as a okay. person who has a daily tech news show and Dave as someone who has 17 daily cyber security <laughs> news shows. Um, this got my dander up just a smidge, but not a whole lot. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm I, curious what your take is on this. Well, I, I think as we've said, this is inevitable. This is going to come. Um, some of the things that caught my eye here in the story you shared was 
how they're using they have a voice called Mr. President, which sounds yes. like Obama. This is what have, caught my eye on the article <laughs> they as have well. One called it's, they have one, yeah, they it's have nice one called that they Dwight. paid and licensed two celebrities and then just went ahead and ripped off other ones that they couldn't probably get. So mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I don't know how people are going to fight this because how do you prove that the voice was trained on the actual celebrity versus it was trained on a celebrity impersonator? Yeah, I'm, you clean room it basically. I, I sit there and I watch episodes of The Office if I have a voice like Dwight's and then I just recreate his mannerisms with, you know, just a little – with my own voice and my voiceover of it. I, they train it on that, which is close enough. So when it reads it, you know, boom, you've got your Dwight. Yeah for a tenth of the price. Right, but and, what I'm saying is legally. well, but what I'm saying is like you could actually use Dwight's voice but say that you did it the clean didn't. way. Didn't. Right. Right. And how do <laughs> and how do they prove the way that you did it I, or didn't do it? That's so Federal I think court. that's <laughs> right. Well, and it may come to that. Like, you know, I I can imagine I would it'd be fun to have my news read by James Earl Jones or Christopher Walken or but also I will say my experience has been that um like when you do this with your navigation system like Waze, it does get old kind of fast. Like mm-hmm. it's fun for a while, but there comes a point when what you really want is a neutral voice to read your news or your directions or whatever. I don't know. I had an old Garmin back in the day that had the unlicensed uh, Darth Vader voice, and that was awesome. And I could still be using it today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. I, I we did a road trip a couple years ago, and uh, Cookie Monster was our pilot, and that actually was quite fun. Yeah, but do you want that every the... day on the way to the office? Uh, yeah. Well, the, I think if they could find a way to refresh their jokes, then yes. I think they get a lot more mileage out of them. Like. I got tired of Cookie Monster wondering if the police ahead had cookies. Yeah. See, and that's why I think that this is doomed to failure. A, well, because Artifact is doomed to failure. Um, But there are going to be other apps that do this. The thing Mm -hmm. is, these stories aren't written for voice. They're written for, you know, the page. So until someone comes along and starts rephrasing them, I guess, with fucking AI – yeah, Again, that can be done. They'll just they'll <laughs> yeah. just rephrase them and then have them reread. So summarize this article and read it from Snoop. Great. Yeah. Okay. I I, I will say that what's one of the things that ChatGPT is remarkably good at, which is if you give it all the information it needs, if you're not asking it to draw on its own body of information, and you just say, take this story, take these several paragraphs, rephrase them, rewrite them for the spoken word. Or rewrite them in the style of NPR or rewrite them in the style of AP. Right. It's really good at that. Yeah. And you can take something that's – you can take impenetrable writing for the spoken word and ChatGPT will get you 90 percent of the way there. Yes, you'll still have to do a a pass on your own to just you know put it in your own voice, clean some things up. But it's scary good at it. Yeah, it is. Oh, well – (laughs) <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it was good while it lasted. There will be lawsuits. I mean, again, I, I think back to the Garmin's, you know, they had those knockoff voices and eventually they had to stop doing those. Um, Amazon tried to roll out celebrity voices and then basically got out, got out of the game because they knew that they couldn't do it without licensing it. And it was getting too expensive because, you know, James Earl Jones wants to get paid if you're, if, if your Amazon Alexa is going to start talking to you in Darth Vader's voice. And not only, you know, Darth Vader's voice, then you're getting into you after the license from Lucasfilm, which now means Disney, which means real money. Uh, yeah, you know, right. I, I if people push back on this, it's going to have to they're going to have to pay up. I think that's where we're getting to, or they're just not, and it's chaos and anarchy and to hell with everything. Well, also, well I think I think the real thing is people don't want it. I mean, that's what, when you mentioned Amazon just now. They got out of the voice game because nobody was wanted to pay for it or use it. I mean, they had I, Sam Jackson forever, and nobody was. I think that's using a, that's it. a tough one with with the Alexa and with a lot of these voice assistants because, uh, as we've talked about, and this veers off into a tangent, but I'll just 
briefly touch on it. Nobody knew it was even there because there's no fucking manual and there's no, there's no way to figure out what features are even available. That is the biggest challenge with all the voice assistants right now. So I would argue that, yes, a lot of people don't want it, but also I think a lot of people didn't even know it was an option. Mm. What happens when the, these systems can synthesize the voice on the fly? So there's no menu that you choose from. You can choose anybody at any time. For anything, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, you, you just, yeah, I, I want I want Snoop Dogg to read my news. I want Samuel L. Jackson to read my news today, and it just does it. We better invent those Star Trek replicators soon and get rid of the need for money. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna yeah. be selling no, I, fans on the street pretty soon. <laughs> the way this is I going. think some of this stuff is is on a collision course with the Supreme Court with copyright yeah. and and all that yep. stuff. So. Yeah, I, I, it's a good time to be an IP lawyer. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, so Except no, nobody of, can afford to hire them because nobody has a job. Well, so. That's true. I mean, you see, I mean, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, like Sarah Silverman was suing ChatGPT and all that sort of stuff. So the lawsuits right. are starting. So it's going to be interesting times. But uh, yeah. yeah, right right now it's it's not looking good for, for you know, people. <laughs> Good for companies, bad for peoples. So we got a bit of other news here in a move to prevent public companies from delaying news about cyber attacks. The SEC has set a four-day deadline to disclose material cybersecurity incidents. Now, they put a lot of carve-outs in here. So if it's something that would lead to substantial risk to national security or public safety, you get a longer time period. And yeah, I, I can see a lot of fudging there. But we'll yes. see. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think I that's the a, big these carve outs are always a bit of a problem, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. I had a really interesting conversation yesterday with uh, a subject matter expert from Accenture um, who was all over this. And she was saying that um, a lot of this hinges on the word material. <laughs> so the we we agreed that there are gonna be a lot of in-house counsel. Uh, folks who are going to be chewing on that word material and deciding because it is it is at the moment of decision that the breach is material that the clock starts ticking. Right. So if we take a month in house and go golly, we just can't decide whether this is material or not, <laughs> that might delay the release. Now, whether or not that's defensible if the SEC comes knocking and says, okay, prove it that that this wasn't – that you knew this wasn't material, that's a whole different thing. And the SEC, of course, has a lot of power over these organizations. But I don't know. I, I th Overall, I mean I think four days is pretty reasonable um, yeah. for companies yeah. – for public companies. Yeah. Especially, you know, it's just it's it's all so common now, and it's uh, I, I think about like LastPass when they tried to backpedal it and didn't want to announce it, and it's just it's incredibly frustrating if you're relying on these companies for something, and yeah. uh, if it's been breached, you you should know you should know as as a user of of the of the products and certainly as an investor, yeah. And four days I, is more than enough time for the C-suite to offload their stock and head to Belize. True. You know, they can they can have their money moved and out of the country. Before, you know, before anybody's the wiser. Come on. That's four days is more than enough time. Yeah. Well, and I think also it's enough time for them to make their case with regulators that if there is a reason that they think they should delay disclosure for the things like you outlined, Brian, if there's national mm -hmm. security or something like that, or it could put undue burden on them from a trade secrets sort of view. Right. Or um, the, one of the other things is if um, if revealing it will make things worse, if it'll make things less safe, then they can make that case. Um, yeah, four days seems reasonable to me. I, I'm sure there are lots of folks who are disagreeing, but yeah. And the the you know the, the other thing is you have to get sign off from the attorney general if it's a national security or public safety risk. So you do need a, at least a little bit of time. I'm just wondering how they're going to put that pipeline in place. Yeah, like, is right. there a is there, phone? <laughs> right, the, I was going to say, general? is there a red phone to the attorney general? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Let me let me ask you a question. I got some customer support here. Is this material, my man? Right. Poop emoji right. in response. That's, that's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Secretary Elon says, "Poop." <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. 
All right, guys. Well, it's been fun as usual. And get your butt to the theater and happy birthday, Dave. I will. I will I'll get myself a birthday cupcake and a little hat and a sparkler and I'll sit in the front row of the theater and watch Indiana Jones and have myself a good old time. Woohoo. All right. Go enjoy Phoebe <laughs> Waller. What's her face? There you go. Closing shout outs. Over at Patreon, we've got Josh. Welcome back, Josh. Thank you, Josh. Over at PayPal, we've got Mark and Charlie. Mm, that's it. Like yeah, me. That's it this time. Over the tip jar, we've got Daryl Ross, Nick, Adam, and Ashley. And remember, everyone, uh, if you want to sign up for our Patreon uh, feed, it's all, it starts at $3 a month. You can give us more if you want, but we'll take the $3, and you get every episode ad-free and in high-res and just a little bit early. So all right. get on it. Yeah, and then, of course, in sad news this week, Sinead O'Connor, the Irish singer behind Nothing Compares to You and More, has passed away at 56. Uh, we've talked about her on the show many times before. I had the pleasure of working with her for a while. I genuinely loved her as a person. Um, it's just all very sad, and I don't, yeah, I I just, I can't even really fucking talk about it. So. Yep. <laughs> no, sorry, man. Sorry. Yep. All right, until next time, on that high note, I'm Jason DeFilippo. <laughs> Wee! And I'm Brian Schillmeister. Thanks for listening to Grumpy Old Geeks. Show notes and links to everything we talked about today are at GOG.show slash 611. GOG.show slash donate is the place to drop us a few bills so we can bring, keep bringing you this top notch entertainment. It's Ooh. almost as good as X. Sharing the show with your friends, enemies, or anyone in between is free and can be almost as good as cash. Almost. At GOG.show, you can find a link to our Discord channel if you want to chat with us and other show fans. Head over to GOG.show slash contact to send us your feedback, comments, or links to cool shit you think we should talk about. GOG.show slash review is where you can toss us a review and preferably a five-star that we can read on the air. Stay grumpy and keep axing. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.